<clears throat> Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're still smoking White Widow. Like I told you last time, I still got a lot of it. <laughs> so we're smoking White Widow in the bong, White Widow in the joint, raw papers, glass tips. Oh, and here's a fun little trick. Because, like I've said before, I have all my stuff in the garage, right? So, I'm all set up like a little man cave situation here. So, this is what I found out this week, okay? This is banana paints. <laughs> I don't know how I never thought of this. But, my water gets warm in here. And I keep it pretty fresh. Like, I mean, look, you could tell. There's not a lot in there. There's, I've smoked a couple bowls out of this bad boy. And there's like no bits and pieces in there. So, sometimes I don't necessarily smoke it all right away and I put it back and it sits and then I go to smoke it and I get a harsh hit because the water's warm well guess what you can do <laughs> you can put it in your beer fridge put your bong in your beer fridge and the water's always cold also clean your bong <laughs> clean your bong after every couple uses or so there's a couple flies in here as well which I've been fighting with to try and get out of here but anyway, that doesn't matter. Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem, baby. It's me, Justin Baroni, and this is the final session soda of the season. I'm excited because we're going to do a few fun things today. Like take a shot of some Pisco, because why not? It's Friday, baby. I'm hoping you're enjoying your Friday. Hope you had a good week, and I hope you're tuning in at 420 today to watch this bad boy and sesh out with me. Um, that's the whole point of the podcast, is to sesh it up big time. <laughs> and smoke as much as we can in about a half hour, <laughs> which means a couple blonde hits and, you know, a joint. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed the first season. I don't know why I keep, you know, making these, or I'm making a season out of it, but I figured why not? It's fucking different. We'll try it out. And since this whole podcast is essentially supposed to be something a little bit different, that's what we're doing here. We are uh, having a good time, I guess. So yeah, so let's get this Friday started off and let's smoke these joints. Cheers, everybody. Hope you're having a good Friday. Actually, you know what? First, let's do a quick little shot to celebrate. Well, Friday. Let's celebrate fucking Friday, baby. And then we will celebrate also to the fact that this is the final sesh and we're moving on to something new for season two. Well, not something new. We're going to add some fun shit. I will tell you about later in the episode. <laughs> so, cheers, salute, happy Friday. I hope you enjoy your weekend, and I hope we started off right with this session. So, so bottoms up, baby. <sighs> Man, Pisco's so good. There's like no aftertaste. It's delicious. A little bit of water. Just to make sure that my mouth is not all fucking dry. Yeah, man, Pisco's really good. I really enjoy that stuff. Can't get it at the LCBO in Canada. You might be able to find it in the States. I'm not 100% sure. Um, what I do know is that my parents brought it back to me, back from Peru to me. <laughs> because they said, well, you got to try this out, man. So, yeah. Anyway. That's enough babbling on. Oh, also, so, okay, last week I talked about um, the fact that I was getting a little bit of weed come through the uh, glass tip, right? And unfortunately, 
I couldn't figure out the problem. This week, I started rolling and it wasn't coming through again. This time it did a little bit, but I think that was just because of how I put the glass tip in in the beginning. But yeah, so compress the bottom. Okay, let me see if I can. If you're watching this, if you're hearing this, I'll try to explain it as best I can. But if you're watching this, you can see the joint, right? So what I do when I'm rolling it, before I roll it, roll it, is I take the glass tip um, sideways so that the hole is on the bottom of the paper and I push the weed so it smushes in together. Now I guess I had stopped doing that and just started putting the glass tip in hoping that it would just stick, but it didn't. So then this week I started pushing it back in again before I put the tip in properly and yeah, voila, no weed through. So compress both ends <laughs> if you want a good solid smoke because um, yeah, it, my joints don't always look awesome, but they smoke fine. They're not, uh, they're not generally too tight. I have had to re, re I've had to re-roll a few, <laughs> um, loose ones, but they always smoke good. I'll tell you that. The woods ever complained that they weren't getting a good proper hit off my joints. So that takes me back to also rate my rolls, man. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on Twitter and rate my rolls. I really want to know what you think of the rolls. Not because I'm trying to like, you know, to blow air up my own ass or anything like that. No, I just want to, you know, see what the deal is. Like whether you guys think they're good or not. I guess, I mean, you're watching, if you're watching this, I'm smoking them. So you get to see what they look like with the roll, right? But you also get to see how they smoke and they smoke pretty solid, man. Nice big puff. <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. So what I wanted to talk about first this episode was I've been noticing a lot lately, and this doesn't just go for weed, but it like it's, I see it pretty um, consistently about weed. Everybody wants people to drop the stigma of weed, and I agree 100%. There's a wicked stigma on weed that's bullshit that nobody um, should actually take seriously. Quite honestly, whether you agree with smoking it or not, whether you like smoking it or not, here's the thing. Nobody's died from the shit. <laughs> okay. So the fact that, you know, Canada is legal, has legal, has legalized marijuana. The U S is slowly legalizing marijuana or has almost legalized marijuana. Um, there's still this like back and forth over, you know, whether people think it's a, it's a drug, like, what am I trying to say? There's still a back and forth where seemingly uneducated people, at least on the topic of marijuana, try to still lump it in with this like major, you know, major narcotics. Well, I hate to tell you this, but the pills you get from your doctor are fucking stronger than any of this shit. But this is a little bit more effective surprisingly for certain things like I had anxiety for years hello Mr. Fly <laughs> I had anxiety for years and uh weed helped me you know maintain that or manage it a little bit better now again I never smoked like all the time during the day or anything like that but I would if if I got anxious weed would sort of calm me down now you could take like a Xanax and do the same thing but Seriously, man, why would you do that when you can do when you can use an herb? You know, like, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I, like, use an herb. 
fuck, I don't know, maybe I'm too, like, Buddhist or some shit, or leaning that way of, like, you know, nature, everything is everything, and, you know, the value of, like, possessions and stuff are, they're great, I mean, toys and shit are fun, but, let's be honest, like, if you don't have, and I'm a heart patient, if you don't have to put something in that was designed in a lab into your body to fix whatever is ailing you, and you can just do that with something natural, why would you not take the natural? Because, okay, here, let me give you an example, okay? So, when I had my defibrillator put in, okay, if you haven't, if you didn't know about that, go back to the audio-only episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever, and uh, there's one, it's I'm, I'm Bionic, baby, and it talks to you about, I tell you about, like, my heart condition a bit, and then, uh, the fact that I have a defibrillator, but when I got the defibrillator put in, okay, my doctor and I argued, argued, I was in the hospital for like a few weeks, so we kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, anyway, they wanted to put me on, I gotta stop lighting this joint, I do that, I fidget, <sighs> they wanted to put me on like a blood thinner to like make it easier for my heart to work, but the thing was, the reason that I got the defibrillator in the first place was like as a precaution. Like my heart had done some weird shit, but it was probably in relation to my previous heart condition, like the one I was born with. So they were like, yeah, take these drugs, make it easier for your heart to work. But here's the thing, the heart's a muscle, right? So if you give it something to rely on to not work its hardest to do its job, it's never going to get better. It's just going to use that drug as a crutch to figure out its problem, right? So I looked at my doctor and I was like, look, man, here's the way I see it, okay? They knew I smoked weed and weed was not my like defense for this, but I was like, why would I make, why would I not try to directly affect something to make it better and make it change? So for example, the fact that my heart is a muscle, why would I give it a crutch? Like if it's not in bad shape, if it doesn't need the crutch, if it just needs a little bit of physiotherapy, right? Why not give it the physiotherapy? So I was like, look, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do all this stuff. This was years and years ago. But anyway, the, the, I was going to do all these things, change my eating habit, change my lifestyle, do all that stuff. And they were like, well, what about weed? And I was like, the only thing that weed does is it elevates your heart rate to, if your resting heart rate is like, you know, 50 beats a minute or whatever, whatever your heart rate is walking slowly upstairs, that's, that's what weed brings your heart rate up to. Like that's the effect it has. Okay. So I was like, look, if, if I need to build up a muscle, like, let's say I want to build up my shoulder, my arm, whatever, I fucking work it out. <laughs> right. So why would I not work out my heart to give it the same longevity? Why would I give it a reason to sort of slack off. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, it's like anything in life. You have to put in what you want to, what you, you have to put in what you want to get out. Right. And the argument they had was like, well, but this is easier for you. I'm like, I don't want it to be easier. <laughs> like I want it to work, you know? So the ultimate was that we came back down and we sat down and said, okay, I give you, I had six months in between my appointments for my defibrillator where they, uh, I come back in and they read it and then they check, see if anything's happened or if I need, you know, help, whatever. So they said, okay, you have six months 
until the next appointment. Well, I said, all right, so let me work out for the next six months. We'll see what happens. If nothing changes, then I'm staying drug-free, okay? They go, all right, six months comes along. We look at it, nothing's changed. Cool, so I'm gonna stay drug-free, cool. Well, they go, no, we better wait another six months. It took two years, man. <laughs> it took two fucking years to prove to them my point. Anyway, I did prove that point. And the point that I'm actually trying to make on this whole thing is that the stigma of weed doesn't just fucking change overnight. It takes people that are in that industry to educate, to pass along the information, to show what it really is like. Like, if you see a video of a guy doing heroin, you're probably worried about that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't seen it, but I'm just saying. Like, that's my theory, okay? So, that theory to people that don't know weed applies. So, they think, oh, fuck, well, you smoke weed and this shit happens to you. You die on the couch and blah, blah, blah. Watch this show, man. You can watch me get high, <laughs> okay? And you can see that weed doesn't do that. You might green out like I did earlier this week. Pretty fucking bad, by the way. <laughs> it was horrible. Dude, I smoked, okay, I smoked three joints this size, uh, which is one and a quarter paper, okay? I smoked three joints that size, about a gram joint, and then um, I drank four tall, tall boy beers at the same time, and then I don't drink wine. I don't like wine, it doesn't agree with me, but I ran out of beer. <laughs> and then I found my buddy's wife's wine cooler. It was like half full, okay? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drink this shit. I'm going to try it out. So I drank that. I took two glasses. Like, not even, I didn't, there was still like a quarter of it left, okay? And I, I greened the fuck out. Dude, I took those two drinks, and the next thing I knew, I was lying face down on the table that I'm at right now. I was watching a movie, well, trying to, and just sitting there looking off. And closing my eyes every once in a while. Because you know what the green out's like. It feels like you're floated through fucking a black hole. And you don't know what the outcome's going to be. But you know what the outcome's going to be. You're going to go to sleep. You're going to wake up. And then everything's cool. You might feel a little bit. Well, actually, generally after a green out, I feel really well rested. I'll be honest with you. So what I'm saying is. Is that with things like this podcast. You know, uh, Memberville. That community. The people that, you know podcasts on the cannabis topic on marijuana and things like that they're slowly educating you in all the different facets and all the different ways that marijuana actually affects you now granted when you're high you ramble and talk weird <laughs> sometimes like what's going on right now major ramble rant and you have a hard time telling if your joints lit because you're dumb <laughs> but that's the part of weed that's fun man you just get to sit here and laugh and kind of giggle and joke around like you know, it's a good painkiller. Like I said, it fucking, it beats, you know, anxiety. It pretty, it, it can also induce it, but generally it just beats it. It's a nice deal. I really, I really like it. So everybody that's all up in this, you know, get your head around the fact that weed is not that big a deal. I get it. I totally get it. And I'm on board with you a hundred percent, but we all have to kind of realize that like that kind of change on that kind of level with that kind of thing, it takes a long time because there there are too many people that are sheltered from it, that believe something without trying it. Like I, the best example I can give is like when I, one of the first episodes where I was explaining like, Hey, you know, when 
when I was younger, weed was just like cocaine, crack, heroin, whatever. Like that was my belief. That was what I was told. That's what I thought, right? So up until I was 18, I didn't start smoking weed or I didn't smoke weed. And then at 18, I started smoking weed and I saw what we could do. And because I had the heart condition, I looked into it with what little information was out at the time, but I looked into it before I did it. And there was nothing to suggest from like scientific papers. And I would give you some names, but I'm getting slowly higher. So <laughs> deal with it. You can find shit. Now there's tons of stuff. Anyway, <clears throat> it, I researched it and I looked into it and I tried to figure out like, is this going to kill me? And I couldn't find anything that gave me the idea that it was going to kill me. Meanwhile, I read about crack, coke, fucking heroin, whatever, and I believed it could kill me. <laughs> okay? And I still believe that it probably would kill me. But again, heart condition, don't necessarily want to do that stuff. Fuck off, fly. He's huge. So, what I'm saying is that Until you try something, until you're around it for an extended period of time, until you're involved in, until you're intelligently involved in trying to understand what's happening and what that thing is, whether it's weed or anything else in your life, that, that's what it takes. So it's, it's just going to take a long time, man. That's what I think. So we got to lay off each other a little bit with the whole like, hey man, fuck you, fuck this, fuck that. Like, you know, I got, I have a, I have an ex that constantly, constantly tells me I'm addicted to weed. I'm like, look, if you're addicted to something, you have to have it all of the time. You, you will do whatever it takes to fucking get that thing. It, you, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Whereas like, if I go away if I, you know, have shit to do in the day, I'm not fiending for weed. I'm not sitting there thinking like, hey, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. It's got to It helps me like live. So to tell me that I'm addicted to weed is kind of silly because there are times where I go without it. Like if I go on a vacation, I don't take weed with me. <laughs> and if it's not legal there, I'm not smoking it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that chance. Um, but she wants to say, you're fucking addicted. And I know people like that. They just don't, they just don't understand what it actually does for you. And for whatever reason, they can't relate it to the same thing as like having a drink when they get home from work. Like most of those people that are telling you weed is this bad thing. I guarantee you, as soon as they get home from work, they have a glass of wine, fucking bottle of beer, whatever they do. But they do something. Okay. And you're going to tell me that thing is worse than this thing or this thing is worse than that thing. Sorry. Fuck you, man. <laughs> but there, see, I shouldn't have even said that. Fuck you. Because that's my point. Like people are just uneducated. They don't know. They've been stuck with this stigma that weed kills and turns you into a crazy person for so long that like it takes, it takes almost just as long for that tide to shift and turn back. I think. Anyway, that's what I think about that. <laughs> All right. So now that we've talked about that, let's talk about some of my favorite fucking accessories. Now, as you guys know, in the Tots link, there's uh, or in the Tots link tree, there is uh, a glass accessories link from the guys that I sell glass. These guys are awesome. Okay. 
They sell all kinds of cool shit. You need to check it out. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all I could say about that. They have recycling rigs. They have massive bongs. Dude, you got to check them out. But that's one of my favorite things now is a dab. And not just a dab, but the dab rig. I love how it looks. It's cool as shit. Half the time when I'm smoking a fucking dab rig I'm wa or smoking a dab, I'm watching the rig do all its funky, swirly, water-swishing, flip-flopping, air cycloning, smoke cycloning doodads happen instead of actually paying attention to how much of the fucking dab I'm taking, which works out really well because I get pretty hot. So that's one of my favorites for sure. That's probably number two. I've started moving into joints a little bit more. I smoke joints all the time and I've been talking about them forever, but these glass tips, glass tips are my third favorite accessory. Even though I smoke them more than the dab rig, I just enjoy the dab rig. I like cool shit like that. It's like one of my favorite things, so I get excited when I'm smoking it. I use glass tips because I just like how they produce the fucking flavor. Dude, you get full weed flavor on it. It's fucking delicious. And of course, my number one favorite thing is a bong. I love a fucking good bong hit, baby. That's my favorite thing right there. And you know what? I just picked up a new bowl. You can't see it because I burnt the ball. But, okay. So, you know how you can get wire mesh, whatever, filters for your bong? You can also get little glass inserts for your bong that cover the hole. This one had the fucking glass insert in it already. It was made into the bong. Look how clean that water is. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, there's maybe two little bits of weed that got through there. Dude, it's so good. I love a bong. I love a good bowl. I love shit that makes you watch it and, 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 <laughs> I mean, eat it. <laughs> and, and makes you giggle while you're doing it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. I got, I got fucking cards now so that I could keep my shit straight because, like, I'm getting really high. I don't know about you, but this White Widow, dude, I love this White Widow. Okay, my favorite fucking concentrates. Now, these are dispensary concentrates. I'm not talking about, and I've only tried a few, so don't get mad at me if, like, they're not what you think they are. Or they aren't, you know better ones. Whatever, let me know. If you know better ones, put it in the description. Also, like the video and share it so other people can give me other recommendations where I could try it. See what I'm saying? <laughs> and subscribe because you're watching. It's fun. <laughs> okay? So, my favorite, number one, all-time, OG Chemdog Live Resin. Dude, that shit tastes like candy. <laughs> it tastes like fucking candy. Okay? It is awesome. My second is uh, Blendcraft Indica, Indica Wax. It's pretty tasty. They were both at, what were they? They were 80, well, 79, no, yeah, 79 to 84% THC. And like just little dabs will do you on those ones, man, for sure. My favorite vape cartridges, Redicon OG Kush. That shit hits perfect every time, every single time. And again, it's 84% uh, THC. Wave Runner. That was a good one, and I tried a few, but like, I don't mention the ones I don't like. <laughs> Maybe I will in season two. <laughs> but yeah, Wave Runner, that was a good one. I don't remember who it was by, but it's uh, it's tasty too, man. It tastes like summer. <laughs> it was awesome. 
And a notable mention goes out to the drink, the MXG watermelon or mango. I prefer the mango because the mango was fucking delicious and I got super high off it. The watermelon was good too. 10 milliliters THC MXG. MXG. They were like the small bottles. They were, it was, you know what it tasted like? What it was like? It was like a Red Bull. A THC Red Bull, kind of. Without like all the extra. Woo! I'm crazy. <laughs> but those got me good and handy. Um, to be fair... The mango one I like more because I felt like I got higher, but I hadn't eaten before I drank it. And I also had a bong hit and I smoked a joint at the same time as doing that. So I had a lot of shit at the same, at one shot. <laughs> okay. Watermelon, it was good, but I had just eaten. So it wasn't, uh, it didn't seem as, it didn't hit me as hard. Let's say that. I don't know if it was different THC or if the flavor makes a difference, but for whatever reason, again, I think it was the eating, not the actual drink itself but those are fucking check them out because they're fucking delicious all right it is time for my favorite strains of the year <laughs> one day someone will care about this if you're listening thank you for caring and i'm glad that you've made it all this way i hope you're enjoying your sesh and uh having a good friday so my favorite strains, again, these are all dispensary uh, bought strains that I thought were worth mentioning. So if you go to dispensaries, you buy them and <laughs> try them out. My number one pick for a sativa was Sage and Sour by MTL Cannabis. Fucking so good, man. The high was a little shorter than I wanted it, but the high was really good. So uh, buy a lot of it. <laughs> my number two was is uh seven acres sensi star dude that shit is i'm telling you it is the fucking whiskey of weed i've said it before i'll say it again <laughs> that puts you in the pocket of the high it's nice it's worth the shot and these are not overly expensive because i'm a cheap motherfucker <laughs> okay <laughs> so you know i wasn't paying like 60 70 bucks for these things i was i was paying like a pretty decent like 30 bucks for a half for a half quarter, <laughs> okay. Canica Mango, or sorry, not Canica Mango. Redicon Outlaw is number three. That one was good. It was delicious. That one made me want to do shit, like build shit. It was like manly weed. It like made me want to do man stuff. <laughs> okay. And then we've got Good Supply Starwalker Kush. I'm a big fan of Kush anyway, but Starwalker Kush, man, that stuff is great. It's a good like midday Kush because you don't get all like sleepy and shit at the end of it. You just kind of get like level. You know what I'm saying? Canica Mango, that's a good time. <laughs> that's a good time. So, okay. MTL Sage and Sour, number one. Seven Acres Sensi Star, number two. They're technically tied, but one and two. Redicon Outlaw, number three. Number four, Good Supply, Starwalker Kush. Number five, Canica Mango. Number six, Redicon Wapa. <laughs> Dude, that stuff is solid. It's right up there. It's uh, I think that was an Indica too. No, yeah, that was an Indica. And it was good. It was like, a again, a nice little in your pocket, in the pocket weed. And, okay, so wait, that was number six. Number seven, California Collab. That one made me energetic. I know I remember cleaning my house a lot with that. And uh, good party weed. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Okay, number eight. Hi, <laughs> <I> moment. <laughs> number eight. Headband by Palmetto. Dude, that shit makes you feel like you have a headband on. It is exactly what it says, and it is awesome. All right, number nine. Can't remember. <laughs> Papa Buds. You got to check them out. They're surprisingly good. <laughs> okay. It's a red package with a little farmer guy on the front. Pretty, uh, It's good stuff. It's a good, again, it's a good midday weed. Do your shit. Move around, you know. And then my last, number 10, is Strawberry Twist. The flavor was incredible on that one. It tasted like a strawberry and a bunch of other fruits. It was a good mix. It was like having a smoothie and weed. The last two, I can't remember who they're by. And I didn't have time to look them up. <laughs> but I will, and I'll let you know on the next episode. But those are my top 10. Again, S uh, MTL's Sage and Sour, 7 Acres, Scentsy Star, is one and two. Redicon is number three. Redicon Outlaws number three. Good Supply Starwalker Kush number four. Canica Mango number five. Uh, Redicon Wapa number six. California Collab number seven. And Headband by Palmetto number eight. Papa Buds number nine. And Strawberry Twist ten. Those are my top ten, baby. <laughs> Those are the ones I think you should are worth checking out anyway. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed the sesh. I hope you uh, have a good weekend. And I hope you come back for season two. Because this is the last sesh of season one. And season two, I've got some new plans, baby. We're going to do maybe some challenges. Some smoke challenges. We're going to have some weird news. Maybe some guess that, guess who. We're going to have a few different topics to talk about. And hopefully we're going to have some guests on a little more frequently. Now that things are opening up nice. And uh, yeah. We got a good we got a good vibe going in season one, but we're taking that vibe to the next level in season two. I'm high as shit. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to pick up your Tots merch, check out the Tots Tots420 shop in the link tree. Also, if you're on audio, check out the video. Links on link tree and video. Check the audio. Again, links are on the link tree, the Tots420 link tree. If you want to support the show, you can donate or buy me a coffee. Uh, again. All these links are on the link tree, so check them out. I hope you come back, share the podcast, like the video, subscribe, pass it along, man. Everybody needs a sesh buddy sometimes. And until next time, keep your lids low, baby. And I, oh, wait, ha! I'm so high. <laughs> I hope you come back next Friday. Thoughts off the stem with me, Justin Veroni, at 4.20 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Good pods, pod chaser, wherever you get a podcast, it's out there, baby. <laughs> so now this time, until next time, keep your lids low.